0: awesome nerds, and welcome to another episode of D and tv uh the weekly podcast where we re-watch or recap television shows we really enjoy and talk about how the themes concept and characters could be used in different role-playing games i am your host jeremy and i am joined by my lovely co-host elise who is currently watching a bronze statue melt its eyes out <laughs>
1: um yep yeah. I am. I don't know how you know this every single time. You know exactly what I'm doing. It's quite bizarre, a yes, little creepy. It, for the um, um, like for
0: the kids audience kids at home, we're actually in kids. the same room. This is why it's creepy. I just want to <laughs> point that out, just talking over you there, so I can point out why it's creepy. It's not just creepy me watching someone being creepy. It's a, it's a whole other level of <laughs> creepy.
1: And so many so many levels and layers, but um, I feel right. like it fits with, uh, fits with the show. So yeah, There's a lot proper. of levels
0: and layers in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of levels and layers because we're talking about uh Wednesday, the Netflix series that is recent. Um, we are up to episode three, F- Friend or Woe. Mm. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like that pun. I like the other ones, I don't like that one.
1: Oh, no, I still like it. They still got me. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, in this episode, Wednesday stumbles onto a secret society during Outreach Day. Nevermore's outcasts mingle with Jericho's normies in Pilgrim World. Fudge anyone, like. <laughs> I'm not liking the Netflix um, uh, synopsises anymore. Synopsi?
1: Mm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they're a bit basic. Yeah. Um, But I mean, does anyone even read them?
0: Well, apart from me, no.
1: Yeah, and you're only reading them now, right? I'm assuming you didn't read them when you watched the episode.
0: Well, no, because when I'm watching the episodes, they just kind of binge through. I don't get a chance to see them. It's only when I watch it week to week that I see these. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they're clearly not putting a lot of effort in, knowing that most people probably don't read
0: them. I mean, it's such a throwback for me for reading, like, The Green Guide. Um, yeah. See, yeah, yeah. this is what this oh episode's going to be about.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so God, wow. What yeah. a life. What a life it's... when every single show we watched, we had to wait week to week mm-hmm. for each episode, for everything. Mm-hmm. That just, no wonder no one has any power of concentration these days.
0: Well, isn't The Mandalorian coming out week to week?
1: No, but I mean, like, that's, like, one show out of a lot of shows, you know. Like, I'm sure, like, I mean, maybe I speak for myself, but I have a few different streaming services, Mm -hmm. including Netflix, which generally is just, here you go, here's all of them. Yeah,
0: they're just going to drop it on you a large lump.
1: Yeah, so then you can binge it. Um, And even if you were, I guess, to watch The Mandalorian, which, again... Stephen and I are going to wait until it's all out, <laughs> so Fair. no spoilers. When I talk to you, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, we would just—if you, you know, instead of doing that, just switch to another show that's all out, and then you can just binge it.
0: <laughs> See, I find <laughs> like that the- I find that really fascinating because I do like the week-to-week aspect of some shows, like I things like um, Hawkeye, for example. I'm partly, I think. Hawkeye in particular because it was around that holiday period, that it was Mm. every week as the year kind of winds down, I get that chance to sit down, I get to enjoy Mm. this episode, I get to, like, kind Mm. of just relax, and it becomes a little ritual and a tradition thing.
1: Yeah, look, I definitely get it. Like, when I I remember when Owner Earp came back um, for season four, which was just absolutely incredible, and it was, like, right after COVID or maybe even in the middle of COVID, and it was like, oh, suddenly I can see... I can see that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, like the like life is not all bad. <laughs> um, and we're Back Among was, Us. Yeah, yeah, that was obviously week to week. And you're right; it did become this little ritual. Like I would be so excited, like every Monday night in Australia, um, mm-hmm. it would be like cool, like come home. I'd know what you know after dinner. I'd be able to sit there and watch it. And and I guess it does give you in between, um, you know, in between episodes, a chance to kind of digest and um, yeah, you know, appreciate it. I guess instead of sort of rushing through. Um, like god it can be frustrating being like oh my god i need to know what happened
0: <laughs> i think it depends on the storytelling aspect we're going to talk about dnd a probably actually i think this does kind of tie in with how an rpg format is told like i don't think i'd want to have an rpg in a binge session not in the same way like we've had full day sessions before but yeah. it's very much a once every 12 months or something
1: yeah, it's Once in a Blue Moon, but, yeah. oh, my God, it's fun.
0: It, oh, it's always fun. But I think if that was every month, I would get exhausted. I would be like, I don't want to have to do... I, I love you guys, but I don't want to be sitting around and take an entire day to get into that character and, Jeremy, like, deal with Jeremy, the drama. And I think it's the same.
1: <laughs> you are lying.
0: Okay, if that's true. I, I'm... I, <laughs> some, Sometimes... I, maybe not you every Would
1: hundred percent love it as would all I? All right, every <laughs> month, yes. Every
0: week, maybe not.
1: Yeah, maybe not every week.
0: Because um, I'm thinking, like, binging stuff. Some shows I'm quite content to binge, like Wednesday yeah. could easily binge. Something oh. like The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. I like to break up a little bit. Um, Critical roles an interesting one because I love to binge it, but not mm. as it comes out. Like I will wait until it's all out, and this is like four-hour episodes that I'll just wow. kind of have on and watch yeah. through. But I can, I'll can i stop it whenever I go out. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just put the next one on. And yeah. then there's other shows that I'll just go, no, nah, I'm good with. I'll watch that on this week and I'll wait another week and watch the next one. Yeah, wow. And I don't understand why it's which one, which one's which.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm. But
0: we but we digress. <laughs> we do go well, I, I do want to bring it back to, to role-playing games because I feel that when you're stepping into that role, maybe there is enough each week. like maybe you set kind of this is how much time I can do. I have some friends I played with have ADHD and they' they don't want to be sitting there for four hours.
1: Yeah, yeah they want to do right.
0: other stuff. so they want to yeah. have their game, they want to go and then do something else.
1: Mm, yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah so come back next week no we are going to be talking about this episode um because how do you feel about it did you like it was it better than the um, PO Cup?
1: oh it's tricky look mm. I, I will say this i reckon the first five minutes of this episode mm-hmm. are like like my favorite so far my favorite five minutes of the show so far um okay it's it's so good and so funny
0: this is when she's talking to the Nightshades who have kidnapped yes. her and directly <laughs> yeah. from where the last episode dropped off. And
1: Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: I did like that bit.
1: It just, I don't know, like, even though we all know she's fucking a badass and so good at everything, it still just takes me by surprise. And I'm like, oh, my God, you are so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, so so I, was, I thoroughly, like, the five minutes, first five minutes, I was like, this is awesome. But mm. then, again, I, I just feel like I still get, get, keep getting caught up on the fact that it seems to chop and change to almost like a kiddie kind of show. Um, oh yeah. You or know, for example, show, I'd say. I mean, yeah, I suppose family show, um, which just, I don't know, just throws me a bit. I'm just kind of like, well, like move along. Um,
0: From this scene? So, yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Or are you thinking more the the plot? No, no, no. Later, is,
1: later in the episode. Oh, a few okay. Where I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, okay. So, I mean, like it's a good episode. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 I, right. I liked this first scene. I think that kind yeah. of set the tone for for the rest of the episode too, actually. That mm. it was Wednesday investigating through her means of investigating that mm. she quickly realises who everyone in the room is, who all these people yeah. in the nightshades, just like, yeah, I know your voice, Bianchi, you don't have to do the fake thing and you can take yeah, the masks off. take off your mask. It's like, I, and weirdly enough, all the characters that have been named so far happen to be in the nightshades. It's like these yeah, are the, in this the super cast.
1: Elite, yeah, in this elite, um, you know, secret society. Um, yeah. Just, but, yeah, like there's just moments where they're like, oh, um, you know may, maybe we'll let her join you know our club yeah. and they're like oh should we let her and then like Wednesday's like hang on I don't even want to join and they're all like so shocked and just the, some of the, the snarky comments that Wednesday comes out with mm-hmm. um you know like she, when they're like oh like what do you really not want to join us like she's like can you believe it mm-hmm. it's just- I said we invited a pledge she has a legacy After the crap she pulled in the poke-up, there's no way in hell. We talk about not making waves, she's a tsunami. Just because I beat you at your own game? Let me save you the trouble. I'm not interested in joining. You're seriously turning us down? Can you believe it? Untie her. I freed myself five minutes ago. Oh my God, I love it. Um, and, and then, um, they're like, Bianca's like, I run it fine, like whatever, I'm tired. And then when, Wednesday's like, um, I, I freed myself five minutes ago, you stupid idiot. Like, and holds yeah. up the rope. Like, she's, this, she's just like, all right, cool. I've got what I needed from you. Peace out, bitches.
0: Um. That I really enjoyed too, because it was interrogation, her method. It's like letting them yeah. feel like they've got the power. So they're quite happy to answer her questions. She's like, I could have yeah. gone at any time.
1: Totally, totally. Um, yeah, let them think that they're the ones interrogating me when actually I'm getting my answers from them. Almost. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it was um, it was cool. Um, and, was then, yeah, talking... and then yeah, she was like, all right,
0: bye." <laughs> yeah, she just like peace out.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, I liked that there was that moment. I think I was complaining last week about the click, the snap twice for mm. solving the <laughs> riddle. And I was like, oh yeah, because of the the Adams family clicking thing, mm. and then there's the joke that the. She's like, I solved the riddle. And the boy siren's like, there's a riddle? I thought we just had to click twice. And it's just like, it points out that it's just, it's clicking twice.
1: Yeah. And that's just the yeah. thing.
0: And this guy's stupid. <laughs> he didn't even know there was a riddle. But everyone else knows this as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I just, yeah, I like, kind of like that one.
1: Mm. It was a good, I, it was a really well done scene, I
0: thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to just jump back into the show.
1: mm.
0: And kind of remind us all, hey, this is where we're at. It's kind of that thing where it answered the question immediately of what happened last time and had the cliffhanger, and now we've got the denoma, and it's like, great, now we're, we're on to the, the plot of this episode.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Which is mostly about this outreach day, where the Nevermore students and the outcasts just kind of go to a to Jericho and, like, mingle with the locals, mm. um, and they're given and volunteer also, assignments. yeah.
1: Like, Where they have to, they're forced to work for free, which just seems like bullshit.
0: That sounds like, um, yeah, pretty much most schools, honestly.
1: Yeah, but I, like we get paid for it when we have, when we do, um, what's it called? Work experience. We work experience,
0: you only get paid for if it's in Victoria. Uh, other Interesting. states, I know this because when I went and did my work experience, having grown up on a border of two states, I decided to go to the one that had the paid work experience. Wow,
1: and I did not know that.
0: Even that gets paid shit all. It's like $5 a well, I mean, day.
1: It did, back, it, it did back in our day, Jeremy. That's definitely changed now.
0: I should hope so. Jesus. <laughs> I remember going, I was with a, a newspaper and going around with a photographer and a journalist and they'd buy me lunch every day because they're like, you're getting paid 5 bucks a day. You're not spending anything.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's definitely, it's definitely high
0: I should hope so, yeah. I think but it was anyway. because it was like a student. Anyway, so they volunteered and Enid is the most adorable ever. Um, she's my favourite in everything in this mm-hmm. episode. Uh, but she wants to be with Ajax. Yeah. Um, which I don't know why, but you know I what? I don't
1: know why either. And I'm just not here for that storyline. This is the storyline I was talking about where it just felt like all kitty and just yeah. kind of stupid. Um, but Enid's just so the- cute. Look, she is so cute, but just in the antique shop, I'm like, you're just reduced to this, like, I don't know, cliche little girl that's like, oh, yeah. like me. I wouldn't
0: say she's like that. She's... They're very clearly going, no, 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 she's straight. It's okay, everyone. It, she's straight. <laughs> no,
1: they're not. I disagree, Aren't they? for one. No, I disagree. I disagree, I disagree that she's disagree. straight. Well, yeah. No, I just... I there's definitely saying she she's into or she thinks she's into Ajax. I don't think they're saying she's yeah. straight. But I just didn't like the fact that she's like, oh, my God, I want to work with Ajax. And then when Wednesday finally offers her the to swap and then work with Ajax, she's like, ah, you're the best. And it's like, oh, why? Why are you this, like, idiotic over a boy? But maybe it's just because well, I'm like, ugh, boys. I don't
0: I don't think she's – that's fair. I don't think she's idiotic <laughs> over a boy. What have we seen so far of Enid? She's very passionate about things yeah. – at the time, like she wasn't like this at all for during the Poe Cup because she was focused on the Poe Cup. This is the most important thing in her life yeah, right now. Yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah. Last week
0: it was the Poe Cup. This week is Ajax.
1: Yeah. Next week, she- Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: she she really does have the attention span of a puppy.
1: It's yeah. Just, no, you're right. You're right. I'm being of bit harsh.
0: Yeah, and just I I think she's adorable. It's it's so cute. Anyway, uh, we'll get to that scene later. But anyway, during the the thing, there's going to be a memorial. Wednesday has to perform. Um, she's forced into it. Uh, and once we're, we actually go to Jericho, um, Wednesday talks with Xavier, who's mm-hmm. all all shitty about some wall that wasn't blank last year. It's it's like he, he's got mysteries. Everyone, he's dark and brooding. Oh, yeah. Uh, He reminds me of someone. He looks like someone from, like, a comic or something. Same sort of (laughs) character, like that artistic. He looks like he should be wearing a hoodie and, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: Yeah, dealing drugs or something. Uh, (laughs) Speaking of drugs, uh, Crackstone is the name we learn is the the (laughs) pilgrim that we saw in the Mm. picture with, well, supposedly Wednesday that was taken from the book. I like that segue crack and and drugs it's i think it was clever
1: um, well done Jeremy. well done
0: thank you <laughs> <laughs> worthy of ben burn um who was the founding father of jericho and pilgrim world and this whole thing
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh and we get a little bit of the mayor and lucas oh sorry the mayor and Lucas. Is, lucas is his son. we get the, a little bit of the mayor and the sheriff about these all mm. all these murders and the mayor was a former sheriff Anyways, how these things are done yo like, mm. I, I wore that badge remember that all that kind of thing, um, and yeah, I'm I'm mostly here for it. I like the the mayor and sheriff storyline.
1: Oh, I don't know what it. I don't know whether I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm just kind of like, nah, I don't care
0: about the murders.
1: <laughs> no, about about the mayor and the and and the, the asshole father cop, um, Sheriff Donovan. Yeah. I'm just like, mm, I don't That's care. That's going to be
0: interesting. Well, see, I, I can see it's like kind of the adult storyline and they're not doing anything. Like yeah. their, their storyline is so passive.
1: Mm. I mean, I can see why in like a lot of other like teen shows, you know, like Teen Wolf and Vampire Diaries and whatever else, that like mm. the parents just kind of get sidelined. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's like almost like they're just always on this weird overseas holiday and they're yep. just checking in with their kids and being like, you're all good, right? Great. Because it's oh. like, oh, parents are boring.
0: Look, I, I'm going to draw, I'm going to take umbrage at the fact, at the suggestion that Teen Wolf does not have as good storyline for the parents.
1: Actually, no, sorry.
0: Like daddy styles <laughs> yeah. has like a strong storyline.
1: No, you're right. And also I love Scott's mom. She was awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, the fact that those two did not end up together. I am very sad. <laughs>
1: spoilers jeremy geez
0: well i'm assuming they don't i've not actually but, seen it at the end of the series or yeah, the movie
1: yeah uh, either. so maybe they do
0: maybe they do let's hope so uh,
1: but F- we fun digress.
0: fact fun <laughs> fact before we digress as just as a quick tangent uh sheriff styles from teen wolf is also johnny cage in the original mortal Kombat film
1: uh, great
0: yeah just i for have those seen who, that film um, Yeah.
1: and i really enjoyed it
0: yeah so uh, but, uh, now, now you know more details about Sheriff Styles.
1: Mm.
0: Uh, yeah, so as you said, Wednesday gets Enid to go into, like, the, the antique shop for her outreach program so she can be with Ajax. Mm. And that means that Wednesday gets to go to Pilgrim World.
1: Oh, another great scene or another great set of interactions. I really enjoyed.
0: As soon as I saw, like, the, the setup for Pilgrim World, I just started having flashbacks to that recreation moment in Motherland in season one oh, where they like got yeah, the play right.
1: yeah yeah oh, no, like, i was oh, just yeah. having um i was having flashbacks to the adam's family values um the you know the 90s movie where yeah. she goes to summer camp and they have to like reenact stuff with the pilgrims and yeah um, which
0: i think was intentional honestly
1: yeah surely right Although, actually, yeah. maybe they're all just, maybe it's all from the comics. And that, you know, and that was how the, the oh, movie yeah, maybe. interpreted it. This is maybe how the show interpreted I don't really know. I never, that I makes don't sense. the comics. I have no idea. There's
0: but, so um, many comics out there. So we meet Mistress yeah. Arlene.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, who I really enjoyed, actually, as a character. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> so antagonistic. And she doesn't, for most of it, she doesn't break character at all. But just I the know, fact that's that that's what she, I love. Yeah. It was all There's like, this is way the... Way so they're going backwards and forwards in their. Um, Prithi, do you have a good answer for me?
1: <laughs> yeah, like the oldie English. Um, mm. Yeah, it was it was really funny. Even later, when you'll have to stop me if I'm doing too many jump oh, moments no. But later, later when she catches Wednesday, obviously doing something she's not supposed to. You know, she's still she's still it stays in character, and, you know, and he's like, how yeah. now, or you know, whatever.
0: until Um, until like her last line and even then it's just like you know what i don't care anymore
1: (laughs) i know she's so like weary she's just
0: like oh yeah i i like that as well because all through this she's so antagonistic for wednesday Mm. and the fact that at the end she's just like i don't i don't care it's literally just like this is just a job i want to get through it I'm gonna do as best I can, and yeah, you mm. push me that little bit too far. Now I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's not even like I'm against Wednesday in particular. It's just I want kids to stop fucking around.
1: Yeah, yeah, literally.
0: Uh, so we learned that uh, Jericho had a very nice meeting house, which is full of the Crackstone artifacts, but it was also the site of the colony's first privy. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, great, sure. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Wednesday wants to go to the meeting house, but she can't. Everyone's got to go to the fudgery, which (laughs) I don't even know why why that's a thing, but sure. Uh, And did you notice the nice little literary reference in the name of the the antique store?
1: I don't think so.
0: Uh, It's called Uriah's Heap.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, Uriah Heap is a character from... Um from David Copperfield. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh but also a rock band from from
1: nineteen sixty nine. Great. What would yeah. I do without you, Jeremy?
0: I don't know, honestly. Um those, those probably not be on facts. a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're
0: probably right. Yeah. Uh Ian and Ajax try to get out of it, but they can't. But the the key element of this is the weird taxidermy that they made to clean. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't even know where well that's coming in. I guess, like, there was a taxidermy thing that they kind well, of Well, I think on. it's
1: just trying to, I think it's just trying to show that, because, like, we see at the end of the episode who makes the taxidermy, yeah. the funny little creatures. Um, so I think it's just trying to show that everyone has secrets and a darker side or a weirder side.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a good point. Yeah. And um, the fact that people buy them actually is a nice touch as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: well, that's, that's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. Because I, I wonder about that. It's like, how, who buys them? Tourists? Yeah. Like, I why? mean, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I, You know what? I think it's the parents of the kids at Nevermore. Because they'd be coming through pretty regularly. I
1: suppose.
0: Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Wednesday kind of scares all the tourists away in a fantastic little moment where she's speaking German. Yeah. Now, Jenny Ortega actually speaks German, I believe. Okay, I'll take your word for it. Okay, she does it very well.
1: She yeah, she looks like she does it very well, um, but I, I have no idea if it's um, if she just had a coach or if sure. she knows just
0: read German. them phonetically off the off <laughs> piece of cardboard. Duh. <laughs> and we get a bit more of Eugene who um, throws yeah. up everywhere, all over some some of the normie bullies.
1: Yeah, who decide to put him in the stocks.
0: Yeah, but of course that Wednesday then beats him up, beats up the bullies, and puts them in the stocks. Mm. And there was a moment where I was watching this. I'm like, we already saw her do all this.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Is do you reckon there was a reason why they just did it again?
1: I think, I think it's like it helps Eugene realize that she's actually his friend, right?
0: Yeah, because like I, they have the
1: moment where yeah. he's like, "Oh, like why'd you do this?" And she's like, "Oh, um, what are they called?" I pity you. <laughs> no, no No, what are the what do they call themselves as part of the beekeeping club? Um, oh. oh Hummers. That. Is it Hummers?
0: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Yeah, it's and she says something like Hummers stick together or something. Um Right. And that and then he reminds her of her brother. So I feel like yeah. it's just so that I could have that little moment. Um, but again I'm just like, Oh Eugene, just go away. You don't but, like Eugene? Oh remember we had this discussion last episode. I'm just I like mean,
0: he's a little this. annoying, but yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I don't don't know. Worse like, people as I said, by. maybe there's something wrong with me because most, mm. like, I feel like I'm hating on every character. You
0: are. You're <laughs> hating on all the lovable ones. Mm. Yeah, but no, I mean, well, I'm, not look, hate,
1: I'm, not, I'm not hating on Enid.
0: You're a little bit hating on Enid.
1: No, 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 just disappointed. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh,
0: there's a moment where memes. Um, is it the weather weatherman and talking to the mayor um, and Thornhill? And Christina Rishi character comes over as well It's like, everything's running smoothly. I'm like, that's probably not a good thing.
1: Yeah. But also, like, how do you know? Have you checked in with everyone? I doubt it.
0: Well, I guess no one's come up to her and said, hey, I've got a problem.
1: Yeah, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, she just buried her head in the corner and she's like, oh, yeah, all good. Great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the mayor's just like, hey, I know you, don't I? And she's like, yeah, I see you every day in this coffee shop. <laughs> Uh, so looking after this is where we get Wednesday looking after Eugene and cleaning all the vomit off him. And I maybe it's me, maybe I'm getting older. I really dislike vomit in TV shows and 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 movies now. Because it
1: disgusts you, or because you think it's just like eye rolling.
0: It disgusts me. It's a little bit eye-rolling. Like, Pitch Perfect, that's my least favourite moment of the film. It's (laughs) unnecessary in Pitch Perfect. Here, I feel it kind of works because he's throwing up on the bullies and that kind of, like, triggers them into attacking him.
1: But it's just,
0: like, it's a little too visceral. I'm just like, I don't. That's Where you were saying it's kiddie before, this feels kiddie to me. Uh Uh-huh. Because I feel like kids can, they can relate to throwing up.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I can't remember the last time I threw up, thankfully.
1: Oh, God, I can.
0: <laughs> you can remember the last time I threw up? All right, good. Um, <laughs>
1: I'll let you know. I'll let you know off air. <laughs> thanks.
0: <laughs> i am probably blacked out, clearly. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'm wondering, I was going to bring this back to, to an RPG, but you know what? I don't want to talk about vomiting in my games either. No, yeah,
1: no. Nah. Actually,
0: I, actually, I can bring it back to RPGs. This is one of the things that in when I'm using an X card um, in my games, when I'm using safety when tools. When you're using
1: a what, sorry? The X oh, card. Oh, yes. Yep, yep, in, yep, the yep. safety
0: tools in my games. Yep. This is one of the things that I bring up as something to mention because some people do have, like, full-on reactions if they think someone's going to be sick.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's just, you
0: know, mental, mental things that happen. And... Mm. You know, sometimes there's that thing, in a a, a jokey in a jack game. It's like, oh, this person's so drunk, they're going to go throw up. And I do like the fake vomit. If that's going to trigger someone, I'd rather not do it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So
0: it's kind of good to have that warning ahead of time or Mm. let people know they can use that. Because that's something very easily, and particularly when people do have eating disorders that involve vomiting, that can be traumatic and triggering.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Mm.
0: So always be safe, kids. (laughs) <laughs> um that <laughs> it doesn't help that the scene after this Wednesday steals Eugene's retainer or borrows Eugene's retainer to break into the meeting house, so she uses it to pick the lock, which he yeah. then puts back in his mouth. Yeah so that's
1: I, like I just feel kind of bad because I feel like she's just even though she's like, oh hummers stick together and I just saved you from the bullies. I'm also like, oh you're kind of using him like you're I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm just in a bad mood. You should watch Veronica
0: Mars because the <laughs> Veronica, Veronica, Veronica Wallace relationship in that is very much the, the Veronica Enid and Veronica, Veronica Enid, Wednesday Enid and Wednesday <laughs> Eugene relationship where these okay. aren't her friends. She just keeps saying, Hey, can you do this favor for me? And the difference yeah. is in Veronica Mars, they call her out on it all the time.
1: Okay. Well, that's good.
0: Then it's like, I wonder how long we could go for a conversation where you're not asking me a favor.
1: <laughs> yeah. uh, so
0: she and Thing investigate the meeting house She spots a painting with the girl that she From the vision that she had The other mm-hmm.
1: day
0: mm-hmm. Uh, And she finds the Book of Shadows I think it's like the Libra Umbra or something
1: Yeah, something uh,
0: like that We're just going to call it the Book of Shadows from now on Because mm-hmm. it's too confusing otherwise And this mm-hmm. is when she gets caught by Mistress Arlene again Because mm-hmm. uh, the book is a fake It's fake
1: Duh. It's from Etsy
0: It is, I love that
1: yeah, me too.
0: <laughs> um, because the real one was stolen months ago.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, it's like, ooh, the mystery deepens.
1: It kind of um, it kind of makes me this whole sort of, I guess, episode. It kind of makes me think of like when you first um, you know, in in D and D, you first sort of traits into a town, I suppose, and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, let's check out the, you know, what is it called, like the meeting, is it called, the meeting board, no, town
0: hall, the the no, no, message no, no, board,
1: the, the message board where there's all. Or like pins of like, pins yeah, the jobs, jobs board, too. To yeah, then, yeah, yeah, the jobs board, yeah. And then, you know, you might go start investigating, and then, um, you know, you think you sort of found some clues, and then it's like, oh, you know, actually, this leads you to here, and then that's not what you thought it was going to lead you to, and yeah, um, yeah, like it kind of maybe, maybe think of like that, you know, when you're sort of doing just those, those always little, like little side quests where you're kind of having to do more investigating than, um, you know, than, than normal, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah,
0: it's like you're getting the background from from the the locals so you can know a yeah, bit more knowledge yeah. to to get a bit yeah and it does feel like that like she's been her, her quest is to go inside the meeting house and the fact that she was able to do that means her success gives her more info for her main quest
1: yes yeah
0: <laughs> it all comes i like the idea that they you complete a quest and it just turns out it was fake
1: it's like <laughs> your princess
0: is in another castle
1: <laughs> you idiot
0: Yeah, duh. (laughs) You should have known that from the beginning. I mean, she did say that there are a lot of the original artefacts in the meeting house, like earlier on. Yes. So I can see why Wednesday would have fallen for that one. Oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, And then we get some, you know, some light foreshadowing as this homeless guy steals a camera from the antique store. Uh, And then we have the scene that you dislike, Mm. with Enid flirting with Ajax, who is completely oblivious.
1: I mean, I kind of liked that. That was funny.
0: I, see, you didn't like, I found this so endearing for both of them.
1: Oh, no. I didn't, I don't find it endearing for Enid, because I feel like it's reducing her to just a, just a lovesick puppy.
0: I mean, she is.
1: She's better than that.
0: Today, she isn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I suppose. Again, as I said, maybe I'm just in a bad mood. Just, yeah. well, <laughs> I'm just, everyone, I'm like, Ugh, shut up.
0: I'll try to put the clip in because there's that nice moment when she, like, explains to him what he's she's been doing. And, and also that nice moment where he's like, Gorgons are taught not to engage.
1: Yeah. Because, and
0: I was just like, oh, that kind of explains why he's a little bit distant or a little bit clueless as well because he's not trying to reach out to people.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
0: But then she explains, I've been flirting with you, I've been trying to get you to ask me on a date and all this stuff, and it's like, hey, there's this thing I'd really like to go to and I'm gonna be there. And he's like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Would you like to go? And she's like, yay, he asked me. And it's like
1: I know. <laughs> it's
0: like she's completely invested. She does not realize herself that she asked him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like she's not
0: being like, yay, I won. It's like just I I like that. It's just that nice little What's the word? Innocence of it all.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, it's fine.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just a sweet little moment because, of course, they're bo- it's kind of they're both clueless about each other. Mm. And it's interesting because the first episode went, uh, Inia didn't seem that interested in, in Ajax.
1: Yeah, I know. Like, it came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. But I think that, again, is the this is what she's obsessed with right now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, this is her latest obsession. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she's, um. Meet, they're going to meet the greenhouse tonight. Behind the greenhouse tonight. Yeah, behind the
1: greenhouse.
0: It's t- it still makes me laugh. It's like, you know, people, like, go there to make out, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. So Wednesday. Like,
1: <laughs> sorry. Yeah, no, she's like, da-doi. <laughs>
0: da-doi. That's the point. Yeah. Oh, it's—he's such a teen boy. Like that's the most realistic teenager I have seen in this show so far.
1: Yeah, yeah. I suppose I'll yeah pay that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday goes to the weather vane. She runs into Z- to Xavier there, who's a tool. We,
1: oh my like god, Xavier. he's such an asshole. He's such a dick. Yeah. He's
0: all like we are meeting Tyler here. Mm. Mm.
1: I told you to stay away from here.
0: Yeah, but I didn't explain why because I'm brooding. <laughs>
1: And I just expect you to listen to my instructions because I'm a man.
0: He does kind of, doesn't he? A little bit. Yeah. It's like never, he doesn't give explanations. Why? He's just like, don't do this thing. It's like, why? Oh, you're uppity. (laughs) Yeah. You're the worst. You're the worst, Xavier. We don't like you.
1: Yeah.
0: He's annoying. Um, Tyler's not great either. Who then shows up. Yeah. Uh, and she, he, she gets information about the old meeting house from him. He's like, oh, wow, you're really obsessing about this monster, aren't you? Mm. you weirdo. Too good for both of them. Go make <laughs> out with Enid. That's what I'm saying. Um, so she does go to the old meeting house in the woods and discovers mm-hmm. a trash. There's the dirty old man from, I say dirty yes. old man. That's the hopeless old man. <laughs> yeah, not, not great. something I mean, else to be
1: fair he is he does look dirty like he, does, he is like dirty his, his face is encrusted in dirt like he's yeah. living in a, a roofless shack
0: <laughs> yeah that's true uh thing beats him up though so hooray for thing thing saving the day again
1: yeah I, I kind of felt bad for him though like literally she like he's like this is where I live go away and it's like oh bless. he's just trying yeah. to protect his crib
0: I mean he's also a thief
1: wow <sighs> I,
0: suppose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't think he lives there all the time. I think he's just passing through.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: And I think Tyler mentions that the meeting house is used by junkies and like meth heads yeah. and stuff. So he's no, probably right. not on a, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's probably yeah, stolen right. a bunch of stuff for meth. So, yeah. Uh, and things trying to get her to have a vision. I love that moment where she's all like, I can't just have a vision. Look, I'm going to touch things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then she touches the door and has a vision.
1: Yeah, and it's a cool transition as well because yeah. like, the camera moves. Um, yeah, lecture, yeah, I can't really explain it. but uh, Yeah, it there's like
0: cool. a the, – because she always, like, shoots her head up at the sky or, yeah. like, directly above, and there's, like, kind of a twirl as she goes through the door, and mm. they just cut, like, almost a seamless cut of her twirling yes. out the door, still looking up at the sky.
1: Yeah, but then into – a In, new reality slash yeah. mem- memory slash vision.
0: Yeah. I'm not, I feels. what would you say this is? Is it a memory or is it a vision?
1: I mean, I guess it's a vision, but she's like, she's not, she's not interacting with it, but it's almost like she's, you know, it's, it's far more, what's the word? Um, involved isn't the right word, but it's far more involved yeah. than her previous visions. Cause it's, it's almost like she's at, she's there while it happens. Yeah. Um,
0: you and know, she's able like to move a, around and look at things.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, almost like a ghost. Um,
0: yeah. It doesn't seem but. like she can interact though, because she when they
1: no.
0: Well, for for those who haven't seen it, why are you listening to this podcast? But uh, basically, we get to see that the blonde girl is called Goody Adams and Crackstone's there and setting it to death by witchcraft, and then they throw her into the into the meeting house, which they're going to set alight. But Wednesday has to run in before they close the door. So it seems like she can't interact with any of the things there.
1: Yes, that's true. Yeah.
0: Or maybe they can't see her, but she still has to hide or she tries to hide at one moment and they're like, not even paying attention to her. Mm. And mm, I'm wondering if this whole witch burning thing and burning people alive is um, triggering for people.
1: Um, maybe.
0: Yeah, maybe could be, could be, um, it felt a little stereotypical to me.
1: hmm
0: Like, of course they're gonna burn the witches. Of course they're gonna burn the outcasts. It's like mm. is is Crackstone just a dick? Is that the problem?
1: Yeah. I think yeah, hate just everyone. A, like a racist dick.
0: Yeah. Racist religious fanatic.
1: Yeah,
0: yep. Yep. I mean I'm on board with I do like to have villains that are a little bit more more three-dimensional.
1: Oh, for sure.
0: But, hey, it works. Mm.
1: Uh,
0: And this is where, I think this is where we kind of get into the crux of visions in role-playing games. Because I feel this is a good way of imparting information to characters, like jumping them back into the past so they can see how the villain came to be or, you know, how the problems started. But yeah. also, they might get a chance to see the future and be like, "Hey, this is what might happen if you go in and tack the the, the mm. bad boss before you're ready."
1: Yeah, um, I like though. I mean, they're often open to interpretation, D and D especially, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, like often you'll you'll almost get like a vague or a cryptic description, um, yeah. which which I really enjoy because it you know it forces you, I guess, to try and extrapolate that information into into possibilities um and you know also you're you're kind of contributing contributing to that with your imagination as well filling in the gaps um yeah and yeah like i feel like it's you know i think in you know one of our recent sessions um you know my character received a vision as well but again it was and it was in response to a question i asked um and you know, so if you sort of took the vision literally, you know, it could mean one thing, but then you know, if you almost took it metaphorically, it could mean another. Like it's it's interesting.
0: Do you I think... don't I don't know
1: if there are I don't know if there are other forms of visions in D D that are that are more literal. I guess I've only hmm. ever experienced the ones that are, are quite um you know, cryptic or Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's gonna depend on the game master. Like I think we've had ones that are memories. Of, mm-hmm. of characters, and we're, we're kind of filling in for the character whose memory it is, mm-hmm. um, and we've been given, like, plot points through that, but also, like you were saying, you get to see something that you can take a number of different ways. Like mm. it's just kind of a flash of somewhere else and you're like, oh, I don't know what this means, but I guess it could mm. mean something. And I <laughs> I think we'd have to get our, our game master on to actually tell for sure whether they're intended to be cryptic or whether it's like, it is pretty straightforward and I'm just being very flavorful in my descriptions.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe I'm just reading far too much into it and thinking it's all this, <laughs> this mysterious multi-layered thing, when in fact, it is just, he just meant it. How he said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because who knows?
0: I try to steer clear of visions for the most part when I'm doing games.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Is that because, because of this reason?
0: Partly, but I also feel it's like a lot more work for me. <laughs> like, I, I like, like I like to surprise my players with things. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going to do a vision, it's going to be of the past.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I've already kind of known this is what happens and they kind of are stuck in that mold. It's like Assassin's Creed. If you start to go too far off, they desynchronize and they go back to the beginning kind, yep. of, kind of feel.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Whereas if I say this is what could happen in the future, well, now I'm tied to that. Now yeah. I've got to make sure that happens. Even if I have, like, cryptic clues,
1: mm. either
0: they're going to say, oh, well, it's this – and if I've got something else planned, then they're going to be disappointed they were wrong. And if I change all my plans so that they're right, it's like, well, it feels a little bit like you guessed it. And it's not a surprise anymore.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that's a good point.
0: Yeah. I think a little, a little bit after this, is talking about how you can't trust visions because they're based more on emotion. Mm. And I think that's a better way to do them that you, fact, like you filter it through what's going on for the characters at the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know how you do that, but doesn't it sound deep?
1: <laughs> I mean, sure. Like, this is sure. why I'm not a, a GM. This yeah. is why I'm not a GM in games, because I just, yeah, It'd I don't be know. It'd be cool if be you could just do
0: amazing things. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't know how you guys do it, honestly. Yeah. Um, you know, I, build the worlds and, yeah.
0: The the times I have had visions, it's pretty much when I want to beat the party up significantly, but oh, not...
1: Jesus. Are you meant to admit that?
0: Yeah, a little bit. Um, <laughs> or give them opportunities to, to realise that failure can be an option.
1: Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Like, to say, hey, you... Not you're doing this thing wrong, but just go here's an opportunity for you to have no consequence
1: mm, where okay. you
0: can die in this situation and it's okay if you die.
1: yeah okay
0: so try something a bit different see if you can like uh. branch out a little bit because uh. it's just the vision
1: uh.
0: but to give them the information I'm thinking of one where they were like they had to do some tests from for the gods and there was a couple of moments where they're just like fighting against like an arena full of monsters. Because they're going up like they're trying to impress the god of conquest and battle.
1: Mm-hmm. And it
0: really was like these things could all of these things could kill them like four or five times over. And it mm. was just an excuse to throw as much at them as possible because the god doesn't care. He just wants to see how tough they are and how long they last.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And they ended up winning. I was like, great. In fact, they're like, oh, you're gonna kill the god now. I'm like, ha ah, ha, he's a god. <laughs> he's not gonna get killed by you. <laughs> But then a little while later, it's just like, and now the world's ending and you've taken too long and the things, and just have that, what's your reaction now?
1: Give those visions where you're not sure if it's a vision. Yeah. Yeah, I like that.
0: Because I think that's kind of how it's meant, because there's two visions here that Wednesday has. She has the flashback to Goody Mm -hmm. and the outcast being burned and Goody escaping. Mm. And then she has another vision where Goody speaks directly to her. Yes, and now I'm wondering: was just the second vision the vision she had, and the rest was just Goody's memory that Goody gave to her?
1: Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Deep. <laughs> it's it strikes so many ideas in me, but I can't yeah. really work exactly how it would work. Yeah. Because I think yeah, it's, like- t- each one's different.
1: Mm-hmm. Like there's no
0: set way to do it. Mm. But I think if you just said, I had a vision, you have a vision and it's a dream and it tells you that, that, um, you know, there's going to be an attack later today. Some, some groups would be happy with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't be. I'd be like, uh ah.
0: You never read Wheel of Time, did you?
1: No. Well, no. actually, look, I lie. I, I read at least the first book, mm-hmm. maybe even the second, mm-hmm. but um I was I was disappointed with the lack of romance or like the lack of romance had happened on the pages. It seemed to skip over the romance.
0: It did. Yeah. And
1: then just suddenly people were like together and it was yep. like, hang on, I wanna I wanna read this, I wanna experience it. Um but also I just felt like it was like same same. Um, yeah. So I stopped. That being said, I feel like if I went back to them, I probably would enjoy them more. Um, hmm. But for whatever reason at the time, I was like, meh. So I didn't really. So I, I think I only read maybe one of books.
0: Hmm. I'm just remembering that like, further on, there's a lot of stuff about dreams and foretelling the future through dreams.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: there are just the message boards when the books were coming out were just full of these characters had a prophetic dream and you've got to try to figure out what it means and the characters interpreting it different from how the audience was clearly interpreting it because we had more knowledge than they did.
1: And yeah, yeah. I
0: tried to recreate it in a play-by-post RPG for Wheel of mm-hmm. Time that I was part of many, many years ago. <laughs> and it was very interesting because I felt I was doing it very obviously.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Like, I thought I was making it very clear, like, this, this bird is the symbol of such and such that everyone knows.
1: Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm going
0: to include that bird, and this is a symbol of something else, and the bird comes over and sits on that, so obviously there's going to be some sort of connection. And people mm. were going much more in-depth than I was expecting.
1: Right. Like yeah. they were looking
0: up what do, does the actual dreams mean? What does this mean? What does that yeah, you know, right. signify? Is this some sort of emotional <laughs> turmoil the character's having? And mm. while I really appreciated someone reading that much into my writing, <laughs> it was a little bit like maybe that's what I'm wary of in other mm. RPGs when I give a vision. Like yeah, I don't want are. it to be too cryptic, but they just... yeah. Brrr.
1: Yeah, go off on a completely different tangent and you're like, oh God, that's not what I meant at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: For instance, your vision that your character had recently, I know exactly mm-hmm. what that meant.
1: Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure I know what it means, but yeah. also like maybe I maybe don't. Maybe we
0: don't. Maybe we don't know what it <laughs> means exactly. Yeah. And I, I like that it's there's the potential for ambiguity, but mm-hmm. on the surface, it's pretty straightforward.
1: Yes. But
0: like yeah. yeah yeah yeah. So what I think, I think we were talking about puzzles and riddles last week, and I think visions in particular, when you're wanting to foreshadow stuff, is probably a good way to. Puzzles are a good way to treat it. Visions as wow, that was a clunky sentence. It's a I'm good sorry, way to treat. <laughs> if you treat visions as another way of giving characters puzzles.
1: Okay. Okay
0: as you give them this little puzzle and then you just like, Hey, look, you can figure that out, but it's not important if you don't, because whether it happens or not is kind of how the story goes.
1: Mm.
0: Yes. I, yeah. So much, so much visions. Uh, so Wednesday comes out of the vision and is all like, Oh my gosh, it's raining now. And there's, there's something out in the woods. It's probably just that hobo again, but no, it's the monster. Mm. Uh, and no, I didn't realize this first time I watched it. I only just realized it when I was re watching it. She's like, quick, we've got to go and runs off with the monster. She runs off after the monster to try and find it. Yeah. I was like, no, don't go out in the woods. It'll chase you. And then I'm like, wait. Wait, you're just chasing it.
1: <laughs> That's- yeah. That's. Wait, trying what? <laughs> to- yeah, she's trying to catch it. And we'll see yeah. what it is or something.
0: And she finds some footprints. Ass. She is a badass. And she's got Thing with her, and we know that Thing can, like, kick anyone's ass. True. Yeah. Uh, So she finds some tracks and sees that the monster feet turn to human feet.
1: Mm. Dun, dun,
0: dun. Um, And Xavier arrives. Yes, out of the blue. But he's got got an umbrella, so he gets to do the thing of holding the umbrella above her, because he's, like, twice her height. Mm. Um, and this is when he tells her about his dad's a psychic, so he knows a bit about visions, and mm. he mansplains her gift to him, to her.
1: Yeah, yeah, he sure I does. like
0: that. Uh, just he's constantly gaslighting her. It feels like, even though yeah. he believes her theory about Rowan, but every other time he's just like, no, no, you're crazy.
1: Yeah, and he only believes it, or he's only starting to believe it now because. Um, like Rowan, I think, said something wrong in a text message to him. So now he's like, oh, I've I've solved the mystery. But also he says like, he's like, I can't believe you were chasing after the monster or whatever. And he's like, he says something like, oh, my God, he says something like, thank God I was here or like, "Lucky I was here or something. It's like, um, are you joking? What did you even do? (laughs) Nothing. Like, exactly. Oh, God, he's annoying.
0: So annoying. Tyler, just (sighs) just no,
1: no, no, Xavier.
0: Savior I keep, I can't even tell the difference between them they're both annoying they're both boring yeah you hear me yeah. you're bo- you're basic you're both basic mm. and boring mm-hmm. oh. so um we go she re- races back I love that it's pouring rain in the woods but by the time she gets back to the town for the performance, nice and shut I
1: Yeah I know what the hell
0: Is this just like what northern like Massachusetts is like?
1: asking the wrong girl
0: we're gonna well listeners, right in tell us. Uh, so they turn the fountain on that has the crackstone thing, but things lit a little fuse, and um, it explodes. Everyone freaks out. <laughs> mm. Wednesday's just like keeps playing that cello, mm.
1: um,
0: yeah, it was cool. I liked it. It was cool. How much money do you reckon they spent on explosive for that <laughs> for that shot?
1: <laughs> no idea, but it was uh, worth it. Whatever it was. <laughs> yeah.
0: And I, I like this little. Well, I'm not sure if I like this actually. That Wednesday's all like, I swear my hand, I swear on the life of my dead, ha- dead scorpion or something, the soul of my dead scorpion, that my hands are clean. It just kind of cuts to Thing doing it all. It's like, yeah, we got it. Thing did it all. <laughs> yeah. It's always yeah. Thing. Mm. Uh, I don't remember. There was another bit about we- like Weems and Wednesday had like a whole thing. I just kind of tuned out for that bit, honestly.
1: Yeah. Again, see, I'm just like. Mm.
0: Yeah, it it was like, oh, there's discrimination and the Normies are bad, but also you're bad for lying to be Weems. Like, mm. oh, sure, we we get it. Um <laughs> Anna the dirty man gets attacked uh, mm-hmm. in his little thing, <laughs> and gets murdered by the monster. Uh, yeah. But the camera's taking the photos. Dun dun
1: dun. <sighs> Thank God! Thank God he was a thief.
0: Yeah. See thieves and meth addicts do have a use mm-hmm. um we've talked before about the the looking to camera and the breaking the third fourth wall. there's a moment in the next scene when Enid's planning for the date mm. that um that Wednesday looks directly to camera again. Does she? Yeah Enid's like, what kind of soulless monster would destroy the performance before we got a chance to to do my dance number or whatever? And Wednesday's typing away, and she looks directly at camera, like does she not know me? Kind of expression, and <laughs> then looks back at <laughs> over mm-hmm. at, at mm-hmm. Enid, and it's just it's a nice little touch that apparently it's just in that shot, mm. and I'm wondering if it's just like the where the camera is set up makes it feel more like that, or whether they're saying you know when she's writing it's an extra level of meta or.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's interesting. I, I just thought that was really nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a cool, cool way to take it. Mm.
0: And also that when Enid's saying, Hey, wish me luck on my date. Um, Wednesday just says, if he hurts, if he breaks your heart, I will nail gun his. <laughs> Cause she, she loves Enid. She's her friend. I know. I know it's cute. She'll do anything to save Enid now. Mm. which changed even from last week where she was just Yeah, doing... that's
1: true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think she's realized that Enid will do anything for her. Mm. And she respects Enid. So she's like, no, no, I will protect you now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's nice. It's a, it's, it's nice growth.
0: Yeah. And we just like Enid anyway.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we get this awesome. I love these montages that they're doing. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because we see Eugene going through the woods and like discovering the murder scene like mm. with all the flashing lights. And we see Thornhills going into the Nightshade's lair. It's like, ooh. Um, <laughs> and Ajax accidentally stones himself in the mirror.
1: Yeah, but there's... I had this weird thought. I don't know whether I just read it wrong. Or not mm. read it, but like whatever. Was, did, did like... This is going to sound stupid. I kind of thought someone, like, invisible or with powers moved the towel off the I, mirror. So that...
0: I was wondering about that, too, but there's no motive for it.
1: I suppose. Well, I mean, maybe it was Thing trying to stop Enid you know, going on a
0: <gasps> Maybe. <laughs> but, maybe. yeah, there's, look,
1: there's no, absolutely no evidence that suggests that. Um, but anyway, yes, he stones yeah. himself in the mirror. Therefore, stones he turns stone... the stone. Well, he can't make it to the date and, and yeah. stands uh, in it up. What a shame.
0: How dare he? How dare yeah. he? Because Ina does not take that well.
1: No, she doesn't.
0: Slashes. I, I like that it does kind of work for the voiceover as well. She's just like, even the monsters that you know might be capable of more. Like Wednesday's voiceover yeah. voiceovers telling us this. And Enid just rips the shit out of a bus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Just
0: cool. screams. And it's like, cool. Yep. Understandable understandable <laughs> mm. just a little bit tense
1: mm.
0: um what else weems is drinking
1: yeah and looking at a photo of um morticia
0: when we get her her maiden name
1: yes um yes i do know it don't tell me okay. i will remember it from is it from yeah it is yes i will.
0: i i want to know was her name always morticia Frump? like
1: what do you mean why not like why
0: wouldn't it is this something from from forever ago, like the original thing, or do they make it up for the
1: uh, for know. the um
0: films? Mm. It's like I need I need to know. <laughs> to
1: know.
0: Ah, okay. It, well, her yeah, her name was always um Frump. Mm.
1: Wow! Live research.
0: Yeah, live deep googling deep deep is a
1: podcast. Wow. Often,
0: often has happened uh, in the films. <laughs> Um, just because, well, her, her mother was, was Hester Frump.
1: Hester, up.
0: See, I find that really interesting because I always kind of assumed, I don't know why I assumed this. Maybe mm. it was because of like a, a weird sort of Mandela effect with the, the monsters or something. I always kind of assumed that Morticia was the Adams, <laughs> Because in yeah. this, in this, it implies yeah. the Goody Adams. So that's obviously through Gomez's side of the family. Yeah. I just kind of assumed that Gomez was the kind of guy that would take his wife's name.
1: <laughs> well, I guess not.
0: Like, he's he's got strong wife guy energy just from oh, the beginning.
1: Tot- no, totally. But, yeah. Yep,
0: so, yeah, apparently not.
1: All right, cool.
0: Uh, what about some of the other elements in this? Um, so Weems drinking... Um, Valerie's the one that's creating the taxidermy animals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That weird. is weird. It's like super weird. Mm. Uh, Tyler's having a bath and screaming underwater.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Just, just no one cares, Tyler. <laughs> Nobody cares, Tyler. Um, <laughs> Xavier's all shook up and he's coming out of a shed. and He's got like big scratch marks down his neck and like, ooh, what's that about?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they they're doing all they can to paint everyone basically as the possible yeah. killer, I suppose. Except, except for probably will also except for probably Enid.
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think that element of like her smash slashing up the bus kind of shows Enid has this uncontrolled primal side as well.
1: I suppose, but at the moment, all she can seemingly do is pull out her rainbow nails. <laughs> like-
0: yeah, I know. It's it's not much, but it's kind of like yeah. going, hey, you can't, even the nicest, fluffiest puppies have got teeth.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. And um, I, I like that the sheriff finds the camera that got stolen before and he just, like, gets the role developed and he sees that it's a monster. And I was just like, vindication, yes, because he's been <laughs> saying it's a monster all along, it's not a bear. Yeah, yeah. It's like, mm. yay, he's got proof. Yay, Sheriff Donovan. <laughs> I don't know why I'm invested in Sheriff Donovan.
1: I don't he's know a, either. He's a shitty honest.
0: character. I just, I yeah. like him. Okay. Something about, yeah. and He feels like he could be on Wednesday's side, like they're both investigating the same thing from different angles.
1: Yes, except he's blinded by his bias towards her. Oh.
0: Yeah, Oh, you know what it reminds me of. Okay, you know what? We're going to get onto that. That was the last bit of the episode. And picking the PC or the NPC, my pick is Sheriff Donovan. Okay. Um, And I I want to say why. Because Uh there's a trait or a trope in classic noir where there's always kind of like the, the lawman or whoever who's really convinced that the main character's bad for whatever reason. And I really always like it when that character comes through in the end. It's like, oh, I realize you're not actually the bad guy and somebody else is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll go and arrest them because I believe in the law. <laughs> and that's kind of Sheriff Donovan's thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: he believes in the law. And if someone breaks the law, he has to catch them. Like he knows yeah. something's being covered up. He knows something's going on. He doesn't know what it is. He has suspicions mm. and mm. he'll work to prove those suspicions if they're wrong. But if he's produced with evidence to say you're wrong and this is the case, he's going to go mm. and do the right thing. Like it, it always kind of tracks that he's going to do the right thing from this. Mm-hmm. He's not like the kind of guy who will brush something under the rug because we see that when the mayor's like, hey, just brush it under the rug. He's like, I can't. I don't mm. want to do that. I want to find mm. the truth.
1: Mm.
0: and I like that idea as a character, particularly someone like a rogue or like an inquisitive or something in D&D, or even just if you're doing noir or, or cyberpunk or something like that, where you're the, the media star, it's like, I'm going to get to the truth, no matter who it hurts because mm. the truth is important.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then as an NPC, he's like the antagonist to the party who are like, I've got to do this, but all the evidence is mounting against them. And he's yeah. the one who's like, Hey, look, I want to believe you, but you got to see yeah, it from my true. side, you guys. Or he—he he is blinded by his hatred of elves or adventurers or whatever.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm all think. Yeah, I think that suits. Well, I, I guess it suits Donovan more. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, totally. I can see that.
0: So yeah, I'm not saying he's like a good person. I'm just yeah. saying he's a really interesting character to get into. Mm. So he's my he's my pick for the for the week.
1: Hmm. I like that.
0: And what about you, Elise? Who would you pick to be a character or NP character? Uh, that's the the correct way that everyone taught says it. I don't know why you think otherwise. Um, <laughs> from the show that we've just watched.
1: Um, I was tossing up between two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've literally just decided right this second mm-hmm. that I'm going to pick um, Valérie. Yeah. She wasn't in the episode much. She wasn't.
0: She wasn't. <laughs> um,
1: but I feel like, you know, and I might be breaking the rules, but I'm like looking at her as, as a whole, like, previous episodes up till now as well, um, and what we've seen from her. I would have yeah. her as a player character. Mm-hmm. And I just, I want to, I feel like it would be fun to play this, um, this character that's always, you know, seems always really positive and, you know, unperturbed by... Mm-hmm any shit that comes their way and they, you know, they can't, they don't seem bothered by anything, by rudeness, by whatever, um, you know, and they just seem like this lovely, cheerful, you know, you know, play a character that just gets ray on of, with it and gets things done. Ray
0: of sunshine in a dark world. Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. But then maybe she has this weird thing, like maybe after every fight or maybe whenever the the party breaks, uh, you know, sets up camp and, and goes for a long rest or something, she just has this, fuck off weird ritual or something where she has to get naked and, and roll around in the blood of the enemies or yeah. something that's just so like, wait, what? Why are you doing this? I feel like, and then, but you just never explain it. And I feel yeah. like that would just be fun to play.
0: That'd be so awesome. Like she's got um something like, hey, I'm this druid and I'm all nice and friendly and it's all about nature and respecting the earth. But you see these mm-hmm. beetles? These beetles that smell like shit, I have to eat them every day and they're so good. <laughs>
1: Everyone should weird, have tried this. No, I want to go weirder than that. I want to go weirder than that. Like maybe like she super has weird. To like some, I've got to kill a bunny. To, well, no, that's mean. No, <laughs> okay. Maybe she has to stuff the dung beetles in her ears, or you yeah. know, like like maybe she has to sleep with them tied over her eyeballs. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like just super random and bizarre. Super
0: random. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I feel like that would be fun.
0: The cleric who collects fingers, and it's just a habit.
1: Yeah, but you you don't you don't ever give like a a, a legitimate reason. You know, you you know, either you do, either you give no reason um or you just make up something ridiculous every time anyone asks. Um, I like you know, I like it
0: what's the the Simpsons mean where it's um why do you keep giving us uh, potatoes? I just think it's neat.
1: No, I don't, sorry. Like, you I don't like that as a watch, reason? I wasn't allowed to watch the Simpsons. I have no oh, idea what you're talking about. Okay,
0: I'm well, sorry. <laughs> I'm one of those
1: losers where my parents wouldn't let me and then I just never did myself. So
0: well, just yeah. that idea—that's like, okay, so the the cleric who's all nice and good does cut the ears off the the enemies at the end of the day and just ha- wears them on a chain, just because they like ears. It's just like <laughs> it's my collection. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like everyone, yeah, everyone that has a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, And my never explains
0: effort. why. Just yeah, I just I just like them.
1: Oh, you know what would be funny? Mm-hmm. Is 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 if? Oh, I mean, it's not really going to work unless you if. only get. You only get the ears from, like, I don't know, whatever the tiniest people are in the, in the D&D world. Like
0: pixies or something.
1: Yeah. And you put them, You each night you attach them to, like, these little forged metal um, circles, and then you put them on your fingers and they're earrings. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was worth oh, it. Oh, right? that was, worth that the was... <laughs> oof. <laughs>
0: Oh, psychic damage. Ow. I wouldn't dare. I would not dare. All must oh my suffer God. if I have suffered that. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going to wrap the episode up before we get any more really bad puns. Wow. That was <laughs> oof. Oof. Uh, so, thank you, everyone, for sticking around and listening to that. Um, <laughs> really do appreciate it. If you could leave us reviews on all the places the podcasts are found, we would appreciate that as well because we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Podbean, which is where this podcast is hosted. Uh, we are proudly brought to you this week by Masters of Alchemy, the premier game mastering service in Melbourne and Victoria and probably the world. I can't quantify... Quantify? Sure. I can't qualify any of those, but let's say it's true. Uh, Masters of Alchemy is going to be at Game Expo on the... 11th and 12th of March. Um, so if you come along, you can see me. Actually, I'm going to be running games there um, on the Saturday. I'm going to be running oh. everyone is John, uh, which is really fun. And I'll probably enjoy it. It's it's great. Um, so if you've already got tickets, come along. It'd be great. Uh, what else? You can find us on socials, which is DNDNTVPOD. Um, and you chuck an at gmail.com on the end of it. And you'll find, you can send emails to us as well. Uh, and maybe tell us a few things that you enjoyed about Wednesday and Beatles and Fingers and Ears. You know what? Maybe don't tell us about the Ears and Fingers. D&D characters, they've got a long tradition of just stealing body parts and I don't need to hear that. <laughs> as, okay. One of the first D&D stories I ever heard was about a character who stole skin of his enemies so he could dress up as them later.
1: Oh great and it's
0: like that's D, huh maybe i won't play that anymore
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah uh so that is it from us i think i've covered everything in my sign-off until next time stay safe be kind to yourselves may all your hits be crits and we'll see you next wednesday <laughs> bye This podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people. Always was, always will be. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging.